of a musician you don't like doesn't detract from your ability to enjoy the musicians you do like. In the worst case scenario, I'd be a handle on your door. In the worst case scenario, I'd be so much more. In the worst case scenario, I'd be the road that takes you home. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, and this week I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Mitchell Manley. <laughs> hey, who are you? Um, well, I'm Mitchell, and I'm a person that you've known for 13 years-ish? Longer than that, maybe even? Um, I probably ooh. met you in like 2004. It had to have been 2000. 2002. Yeah, it had to have been very early. Because, yeah. yeah, it was right when I went to JCM in 2001 or 2002. Yeah, because I was a sophomore, I think, and you yeah. were like a freshman. So, oh, happy Aww. happy 30th birthday. Yeah. 31st birthday. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 30, uh, 30 last year for sure. Big Congratulations. Yeah, I feel old now. So, uh, I'm practiced. I'm 32 if you have any questions. <laughs> Appreciate it. Now, I also know you actually through like an ex boyfriend, mm -hmm. and you play like. A million instruments. Yeah, I uh, started, uh, shall we say his name? Let me, I mean, oh, we can. John. Yeah. Uh, John Siniglio. Met him in, in high school. Um, I, I played guitar in a band, and he played bass. Um, but since then, I've moved on to a million other instruments. I play guitar, bass, drums, keyboards, whatever you hand me. I'll figure out a way An to play accordion, it. probably. I'm not very good at accordion, but I've played it. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a lot of buttons on the left-hand side to make those weird chords. There's like 200-something mm -hmm. buttons on the good ones, so <laughs> and it's yeah, very confusing. Why don't you get like one of the bad ones to start with? That'd probably be a better idea. <laughs> Something simple, but you know, if you want to make all the cool chords and complexity, you know, gotta have one of them nice ones like but Weird Al. But you have Al. to like build up to that. <laughs> like, no, get you just want to jump in. <laughs> that sounds good enough. Now, your theme. What did you bring? Okay, I decided <laughs> that I I want to do a theme of like songs or bands that I want to force my friends to listen to. I believe Clockwork Orange style. Yeah, is that absolutely. You said? I want to strap them down to a chair and put on. Uh, make yeah, or exactly. some way to open their ears, maybe. Just strap headphones to their ears and, and where they can't take them off. I just love the idea because there's tons of bands that I want all my friends to listen to and want them to love as much as I do. And nobody wants to take the time to listen to new music except for your listeners who are all awesome. Yes, they are all awesome. And then, of course, I believe you're always making the case for pop stars as well. Absolutely. I love <laughs> pop music and uh, like pop sensibilities. And, you know, you're obviously, uh, as an audio podcast, you can't see me, but I have long hair and a big beard and a nose ring, and I'm a burly, gnarly-looking dude, but I love pop music. Uh, I just uh, have it in my soul to yeah. feel good, you know? <laughs> it's made to make everyone happy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scientifically designed to tug at your heartstrings, and, you know, the radio stuff can get kind of old, but some of it's super respectable, and mm -hmm. especially, like, your indie pop. I really love a lot of that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we so. need more indie pop I agree. In, in Memphis, just on the radio, would be delightful. I agree. I think you have to go to Weevil on specific times. Yep, I've got them mostly pegged out, uh, what times I can turn on Weevil and hear some good jams. Do you have, like, a calendar? 
Not yet, but I should. <laughs> just like, uh, oh, okay, it's we this will have time. so much good good music. But it's a huge variety. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you're gonna go into bluegrass, or you're gonna go into seventies. You never know. I Middle get into of the it. Yeah, it's really cool. So, what's your song? Okay, so I chose "Hair Tarot Lies" by a band called No Joy. Dig No Joy. They're from Montreal, Canada, I believe. And uh, it's just a, a really fun song. Yeah. Um, it's it's really like they're a weird shoegazy, like noise pop, atmospheric band. Their songs are all over the place. Um, and I just really dig stuff with female vocals. Just kind of tugs it to heartstrings a little bit extra to me for whatever reason. Yeah. I I didn't know what I was getting into. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to push play. And I it was like swimming in like a music, like a music pool or something because yeah, it just is like that kind of sound that really like hugs you around you want to lay down you want to like listen to it and just chill but it's also very pop and just gorgeous yeah i really like it. it's like really shoegazy and swirly sounding and mm-hmm. like and a lot of those guitars are really thick kind of immerse you in an ocean of reverb i'm into it this is, imagine like having the old van and all the speakers <laughs> around it right exactly <laughs> yeah that would have been awesome and I I brought something that I really do want to force people to listen to because I've been listening to it nonstop for about two weeks. It's from Rick Astley. It's Angels on My Side. I need the people that I really love to only give me truth. Don't fake it. I can't take it. My heart is close to breaking. It reminds me of my never not sincere like it's very sincere sounding music it's like pop and you know towards the end it gets more soul-ish i love this song i've listened to it literally a million times since we rick rolled the (laughs) listeners (laughs) because this just popped up randomly and i was like well first of all he really aged into himself Mm -hmm, his voice he looks like his voice is supposed to sound now and it's it's just a simple pop 
song that makes me happy. And even when you're unreligious, you can like pump yourself up with like this whole angels on my side because uh, your angels could be whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. If those, it. if the gospel singers that come in toward the end mm-hmm. don't get to you, you don't have a soul. You know what I mean? No. It's it's beautiful. I love Rick Astley as well. Like a lot of people don't take him seriously. But I have a, a lot of friends that have seen him live, and uh, they say that's one of the best shows they've ever seen. Like, he brings it, apparently. So, I got no problem with that. And he seems, like, so nice. Like, even about yeah. the whole Rick Rolling Yeah, he thing. seems super into it and, like, has a good sense of humor about it. And, you know, he just, his, his voice is so soulful. And even though the Rick Roll is this humorous <laughs> thing, like, his his lyrics and his voice are just super powerful and, uh, you know, without him, you wouldn't have your guys like Sam Smith and some right. of those, you know, white dudes with soulful voices. <laughs> they wouldn't have gotten as popular. Yeah, people or... wouldn't have paid quite as much attention. Yeah, and also for a voice that makes no sense for the 80s version of Yeah, Rick absolutely. Like, Just a scrawny, red-headed white kid. Who is you know. like... He, but he grew into it. Yeah, it was his, awesome. Now he makes sense with that voice. And I, I just love this song so much. This was like his 50th birthday oh, album. Wow. And I was just like, oh, I love this whole album. And so that's why I want to force people to listen to it. So many people just don't take him seriously because the Rick Roll. And it's such a good song. Other people who want to force folks to listen to music is our ear buddies. Yay, ear buddies. <laughs> All the ear buddies. And there was a huge selection of songs I've never heard of, bands I've never heard of. The first of which is JoJo, who brings Astro Bunny's Forgotten Forest. one he says the band is astro bunny the song is forgotten for us i mean he had to tell me this because <laughs> i don't speak or read in mandarin, <laughs> in mandarin. right yeah, yeah it's like astro bunny are from taiwan i know i keep suggesting music from all over the place but dang the album's fantastic it's called loneliness will be over away and gone from start to finish i want everyone to love it as much as i do and maybe join in as I hum along, not knowing the words or at least appreciate the fuzzy, fuzzy sense. But sadly, not everyone loves electro pop song in Mandarin. God. <laughs> it is unfortunate. Yeah. And it's pretty chill. And there is one line in English. Yeah. I was wanting to say it sounded like some of the words were in English, but I couldn't really tell. Yeah. There's like at least one line that I could pull out that was in English that I could understand. But it's very much I would phonetically butcher this in the car and sing it. <laughs> No, I was super into this one, actually. Um, it reminds me of uh, the other pick that I have for hopefully at the end is uh, a band called School of Seven Bells. And it's like electro drums, but they had a real guitar player 
and lots of like harmony vocals. It's two sisters. We'll we'll get there later on, but really great just synth pop and like really chill. I really dig this one a lot. So yeah, it's uh, like a mature version of synth. Like yeah, you know, for sure. Instead of like that kind of tinny, not very rounded out sound right. of the previous synth generation, this is just like they knew exactly how to do it. Yeah, they weren't writing to to be played in a club or something <laughs> no. like this for this. This is obviously meant to be listened to on headphones mm-hmm. and, and chill out and getting your feels. I'm into it. <laughs> It's just a good song. Now, Rico brought Jadena's Bambi. Oh, Bambi, I won't lie. If I weren't in this spider web of mine. If grandfather never had seven wives. Then, darling, you would be love of my life. Oh, Bambi, it's my design. To run the jungle, I must be alive. One of my favorite artists because I dig his dandy style, which he does have a dandy, dandy style. Style is pretty dandy. It's whimsical. It's playful. It's just really delightful. My favorite podcast last year had this up for Song of the Summer. Yeah. And I was, I think I voted for it. It was like in the final 16, but when you get further on, yeah. Sorry. No, I also, uh, I like this one a lot. Uh, it has... His accent has this sort of like Caribbean sort of vibe. I think I read that he's Nigerian American. His parents were Nigerian. So he's got this sort of Afro Caribbean style going on with his voice, but it's very like fifties or sixties crooner sort of. Oh yeah. Um, I was really into that. Like if you had just played this for me, I would have, I would have thought that someone had said an older song to a hip hop beat, mm-hmm. uh, but I really like it really classic sounding. And so and the, um, the way- definitely want to listen to more of this guy. It was produced so well too. Oh yeah, to absolutely. like really bring the what he's referencing out. Right, and it's got this like cool little story situation going on that you know not necessarily you get very often. Like I guess classic ballads have these more story style things. I don't know. You know more about music than <laughs> I do. <laughs> What's a ballad? <laughs> no, for sure, it's 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 great. And uh, like, even though the lyrics have this sort of little story that they tell, and it's not exactly a a happy ending, if I recall. No. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it's got this sort of beachy vibe to the song, and that kind of juxtaposes in an interesting way to me. So, yeah, and if you're gonna make a remorseful song, right, it's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's very just like it makes you happy, even though it's really, really sad. Um, Ashley brought a more well-known band, Alt J, with something good.
Ashley says, I celebrate their entire catalog, but Awesome Wave is the best album, and this is one of my favorite songs on it. It's got lots of texture, which Alt-J is really good. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, Breeze Blocks, which I think is what everyone probably mm-hmm. thinks about. It's got a lot of texture. Um, there's, I like the juxtaposition of the repetition and then the elements that you don't quite expect. So it brings it back to you like, oh, wait, I'm listening to something new. This is going to be something interesting. Yeah, absolutely. There, this is, like you said, this is a band that a lot of people know but may not have taken the time to listen to more than just Breeze Blocks. Uh, both of their records are really, really great. And like you said, a lot of really fun textures. And they use a lot of elements that are not commonly used in like indie rock. They use a lot of electronic beats. And uh, really, like they don't play guitar in a traditional way in a lot of their songs. It's, you know, a little more traditional in this particular song, which, you know, is kind of striking, gives it a little different yeah. vibe than the rest of their stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. But they're always doing really unique stuff vocally and, and with the guitars and using them in unique ways. So I also want to make people listen to way more Alt-J. I'm super into it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I came across Breeze Blocks. And I was like, oh, that's a really good song. But much like, you know, that one album from MGMT, mm-hmm. nobody goes and listens to yeah, more exactly. of their music. So I was like, I believe the MGMT album that everyone knows is one where they were making fun of. Like, yeah, absolutely. The whole genre. <laughs> and another thing about the the guy from Alt, the singer from Alt J, like tons of people try to emulate the way that that guy sings. It's like a very quirky sort of style, mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't pull it off. But he does it in such a way that like it's super engaging and different. And uh, it's probably the genuineness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's just like they're a bunch of weirdos from from somewhere in the UK, I believe. <laughs> uh, and I'm into that. Like they're they're just they're they're doing something in a classic style that's like indie rock moody indie rock in like a new way i really like that yeah i, I love like just playing with this type of stuff it's yeah fun. exactly it's it, and you can tell they bring a lot of joy into it as well like there's there's interest and they're not just like making albums to make albums um jason brought because jason he was co-host emeritus mm-hmm. he brought crazy world of author brown fire an explanation but i'm proud of you jason for a song that's less than 13 minutes long (laughs) and i really appreciate it it was a little like the doors but i think that's just like my bias of hearing that kind of 60s 70s organ yeah for sure and i was like okay this sounds like the doors but then i'm like hey i don't know if this band came before or after the doors i don't know i'd never heard of them also the guy may have been part of a cult and i'm not sure if the lyrics really made sense hey listen if you want to (laughs) join a cult and write awesome prog rock i'm fine with that um yeah, I really liked this one as well. Um, I, I like the sort of iron butterfly, deep purple, <gasps> organy sort of 
prog rock and psych rock. This a lot. Yeah, for sure. Jason loves Iron Butterfly. Oh, really? Yeah, Iron Butterfly is another, like, Inagata DeVita is the obvious <laughs> hit. But I believe their record is called Ball, B-A-L-L. They had a record uh, called Ball that was just amazing. Just weird, like, concept album. Jason's feeling so vindicated Oh, I right hope now. so. This is a great pick, Jason. Uh, I had not heard... Uh, the crazy world of Arthur Brown before, but it seems like this is like a very familiar sounding song. I'm sure I've heard it in a movie or something, perhaps. And now you're going to go join the yeah, cult. <laughs> dude, let me get in on this cult. I'll wear the cloaks and drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, don't drink the Kool-Aid yet. We still have to make it through the rest of the ear, buddies. All right, I'll wait till the rest of the podcast and then that Kool-Aid getting drank. <laughs> Asia brought Why Oaks, The Louder I Call, The Faster It Runs. The Louder I Call, The Faster It Runs. just really digging this right now and i was it was unexpected and it was super chill mm-hmm. there's a cool noise things are like really happening in there and i just it was just a good experience i'd never heard of this band before in my life yeah this is a band that i've seen on various like compilations online and a lot of people uh, bringing up their name i had heard a song or two by them uh but never really took the time to sit and listen to a bunch of them i've probably have some of the records downloaded at home even and just never got around to listening to them but this song uh, from what I do remember is a little bit different. Um, it seems like they're kind of expanding their sound and getting a little bit more of a, uh, high fidelity, poppier sound. What I heard, I remember being a little more rocking and a little more folksy, hmm. but, uh, the vocals were definitely the focal point then as they are in this song as well. Sweet. Um, I believe this one had a, a neat little layering that was happening where it's just adding in more and more instrumentation and, and getting heavier and louder as the lyrics are also talking about mm-hmm. getting louder and faster. Yeah. I just love little stylistic devices like that. I, you, I think are really neat. You kind of fall into this song. Yeah, for sure. It's just like falling into this, like you just go on the journey with this one. And like, I, I'm not very good at like following lyrics, but I was like, oh, I can see how this all works together. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Lyrics are, are a thing that like, are the last thing that I usually pay attention to. I'll, I'll think of the vocal melodies and appreciate vocal melodies, but uh, I think a lot of people do listen to lyrics and I don't really pay quite as much attention to that. And so to be as engaging to me uh, without me paying much attention to lyrics is pretty rare. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Cool. And Dana brought something like kind of di- like totally different. It was a Griffin House The guy that says goodbye to you is out of his mind. Well, I've been lost and I need direction. I could use a little love protection. What do you say, honey, come to my defense? 
I'll stand up for you if it's what you need And I can take a punch, I don't mind to bleed As long as afterwards you feel bad for me And you give me all of your attention I got deep desire and it needs quenching I think that's pretty plain for you to see well, enough about me and more about you Cause that'd be the gentlemanly thing to do I hope you like your man, sweet and polite I thought I was done with telling you But I ain't nearly halfway through I got a few more things I'd like to say to you tonight Get ready You don't need to change A thing about you, babe I'm telling you From where I sit, you're one of a kind she says, I only have a few friends who know this artist, so I would expose more to his vibe. This cr- kind of reminds me of Bright Eyes. Mm-hmm. And with the title, definitely. And a, yeah, his absolutely. voice sounds a little Bright eyes or maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it felt like kind of Bright eyes uh, That one album with the plane crash thing going on, whichever right. album that is. Yeah, I can't remember which one that is. It's but, a long uh, title. He definitely has some... Uh, some bright eyesy kind of moments in this song for sure. Um, it's, you know, I think this is another example of where I wasn't paying too, too much attention to the lyrics. And this is obviously a very lyric driven song uh-huh. uh, with a lot of modern singer songwriters. It's tough to be super engaging because it's kind of all been said and done. And so it's tough to do the same or to do something unique using the same tools of like your cowboy chords and vocal harmonies <laughs> and that kind of thing. And uh, this guy does a really good job of it. So uh, I'd like to dig into more of the catalog and see if uh, some of the lyrical themes and and um, arrangements kind of get to me a little bit more. So yeah, so, yeah. and I, I I thought it was like a really good sentiment throughout the song. Yeah, so. for sure. You could definitely tell uh, that this is he, this is a song he, was something he was connected to. You know, it's yeah. like this wasn't one that he just cranked out meaninglessly. I think this one has some depth to it. Yeah, I like. Tell. There's some like feelings behind that it's like yeah that guy's total idiot (laughs) for sure yeah Yeah. i felt like that before for sure (laughs) um yeah generally i think everybody gives that advice at some point um our final selection is bet from buffalo she gave us shaky graves dearly departed Just me in your bed sheets, just around me in your chains. Well, back then, baby, it didn't seem so strange. In the midnight hour, you came alive. I was looking for my crystal ball. I was busy trying to find that snake. When the sun came up, we had no place to hide. And you had to tell your friends that my things were fake. She says, this is my you must listen to this song giant smiley face emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hand clappy, it's country but not hokey, and I thought that it was like sweet and weird, which Shaky Graves is sweet and weird a lot of times. Yeah, I think the uh, the the version 
that uh, who was it that su- submitted this one? Um, it was Bet from Buffalo. She did the live one, but I have a- yeah, I was gonna say that that live. I think it was like a KEXP or some some version that I thought was really neat uh, because it was just raw. It was Shaky Graves, and I believe the woman's name was Esme Patterson or Esme mm-hmm. something. Uh, and I really like that. Uh, again, whenever you only have an acoustic guitar and hand claps <laughs> and vocal harmonies to get your point across, there's a particular way you have to go about things and you have to kind of be a little special. And Shaky Graves is definitely an artist that does that well. I've listened to a bunch of his stuff and he's bringing, you know, a little bit of a, a, a unique spin on Americana and mm-hmm. old folk and kind of old style country. I'm really into it. It's, it's a tough thing to do in a unique way. Yeah. And I think he does it well. Yeah, and I believe Wagon Wheel is usually what people think of with Oof. Americana. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I love Old Crow Medicine Show as much as the next guy. But, but it's, uh, it's nice to hear something a lot different. Absolutely. <laughs> and and it's this is a good example of something you can play for people and be like, it's not all hokey and, and cheesy, you know, uh, frat rock Americana. Like, this is some okay. serious feeling, I think. I've never heard the phrase frat rock. Oh, well. <laughs> I can bring, we can do a whole nother episode on fret rock, I think. <laughs> Sounds great. I might have to hit you up for that. <laughs> so, um, we didn't get any feedback this week. Y'all guys are slacking. Come on. Come on. Gotta do it. Actually, I did hear from Jason on Twitter. He did say that I called him a cracker. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you want to reach the show, Twitter is at E&D Pod, and my personal one is at Madam Woolite. Do you have a Twitter? Uh, I think I'm at Pow I Gotcha. P O W I G O T C H A. Pow, I gotcha. After an old Graham Central Station song. Um, but you can find me on Facebook at the same spot and you can add me and tell me about awesome music you want to make me listen to. Mm-hmm. Now, I would love do, to. Do you have a band right now? I'm in two bands currently. Uh, the band you can probably come out and see is called Glorious Abhor, like to abhor something, A B H O R. Glorious Abhor. I always call it Abhor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Southern pronunciation, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we play a bunch around Memphis. Uh, we have an alter ego band called tape deck where our keyboard player takes the lead and does all the vocals and stuff and it's kind of art rock really smart kind of they might be giantsy kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then uh, i have another band that we've been working on for like six or eight months and we have like six songs we aren't ready to play live shows mm-hmm. yet but we're called hexagoner so uh, <laughs> please make it be like math driven speed it de- rock it, it's definitely mathy mathy heavy rock so oh, awesome. i'm really excited to drop some uh, drop some riffs on some people as soon as possible so look out for glorious abor tape deck hexagoner you can find uh, most of that on social media as well. So yeah, that's awesome. Now, of course, our Facebook like group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group. That is where all of the playlists end up. Really, kind of like becoming what they are. Each show really starts from there. You guys can always send emails and tweets, though. Just saying. <laughs> um, I do want. I want to throw a gauntlet. I can't remember who what the guy's name was, but it was the episode about who has the best taste in music. Uh-huh. I want to challenge that person <laughs> because I think I have the best taste in music, and he. I think his song that he chose was Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, you're throwing it down with Craig. Yeah, I think me and Craig need to have some words. Oh, okay. Like, come on, Neutral Milk Hotel. That's like <laughs> entry level. Come on, bud. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just kidding. I think, but I Craig, think, I need think to talk. Craig will like take that, take you up on that one though. Definitely. Let's, let's do it. Let's have a a, a snob off, a, a pretension s- off. 
that would be, that would be hilarious. I'm actually crying a little bit thinking about <laughs> it. Um, you can always reach us at 731-400-BDS for the voicemail line. That is also 731-400-2837. Yeah, I know you like the 731. Absolutely. Yeah. From the J-Town. Yeah, from J-Town. <laughs> so glad we got out of there. Yes. Shout out to all my homies still stuck in that black hole. <laughs> that would be from Jackson, Tennessee. Yep. Um, you can send an email to endpod at gmail.com, and you can always find us at endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. Now, what is the final song? Uh, this is a band called School of Seven Bells, a very interesting band. Uh, it was a three-piece with like electronic drums, a guy that played guitar and keys, and two twin girls that did vocals. And so it's all tons of vocal harmonies, which are one of my favorite things in the world. And uh, I think whoever submitted that Astro Bunny is going to really dig this. So I hope you do. <laughs> Everybody right. go listen to School of Seven Bells. Well, thank you so much, Mitchell. Thank you coming. so much for having me. Please also, have me on anytime. Nice to see you again. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been years.
nerds.